Hi, I'm Nicole Haney. I'm a business coach who helps goal-driven business owners build the life and business of their dreams. In this podcast, I share tactical advice on building your business, mindset tips, and inspiring interviews to help you build your business and change your life. This is the Goals and Gratitude Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. So on today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about this idea of the gap versus the gain. It is a concept that was created by an author named Dan Sullivan. Um, And full disclosure, I have not read the book. I have not read the book, but I know people who have read the book um, that have said it's been very good. And pretty much every single podcaster I've listened listen to um, when it comes to like personal growth, personal development topics, entrepreneurship, they have all spoken about this book at some point or another and the concept within this book. So I want to give you guys a little bit of context before we actually jump into this concept and this idea. So um, the idea for this podcast came up because of a conversation that my husband and I were having on the weekend. And so we were talking a little bit about where we are with regards to our dreams. And I think now that we're kind of getting older, so I'm going to be 40 in a couple of months um, and my husband is going to be 42 this year. And I think that as you get a little bit older, especially if you have been working on your dreams for quite some time, it kind of starts to feel like you're running out of time. It starts to feel like, okay, we need to do this and we need to do this right now. Like we need to figure out how to reach our dreams, how to be successful, how to do all of the things like immediately because we're already in our 40s and where is the time going? And if we ever want to be successful and reach our dreams, like we need to do it like now, like yesterday, because we're running out of time. And so um, the whole concept of running out of time is definitely a misconception. You are not running out of time. I promise you, it does not matter how old you are. You have time. You have plenty of time. But that is a topic for a different day. I kind of wanted to preface the conversation with that context so that we can talk a little bit about how long I have been working on my dreams for. (laughs) It's been a very, very, very long time. Um, So I started my first company, Boho, um, I started in 2015. And so it has been um, like, what is that? Nine years. It's been nine years, not quite nine years, because I think I started the business at the end of 2015. So let's say it's been eight and a bit, but eight years, eight years I've been working on these dreams, right? And these dreams are pretty big. So when I think about my big goal for my life or my big dream, a lot of that dream is centered around this idea of living in Hawaii, living on the beach, in a beach house in Hawaii. And so in my dream, I'm living in this beach house. We are right on the beach. We're right on the beach. And it's not a mansion. It's not a mansion, but it's also not a shack. Like it's a nice house. Uh, We have a nice kitchen. Like we have nice furniture. We have enough disposable income that we are able to go out to a fancy meal or two every uh, month. 
Um, we have nice clothes. We have nice cars. Um, again, we have enough money that we can travel and go and explore the world as well. Um, you know, one of the things that has come up in recent years um, that I said is it would be cool to have a yacht like that would be amazing. But like that does seem every time I bring up the yacht thing, we both kind of like laugh pretty heartily because that's nuts, right? Like yacht money is like you are a billionaire, but like the idea of having a boat and doing things on the water and things like that. So this is not, this is not a small dream, right? And there's more to that dream. Um, I think I shared a bit more of this with you guys on a previous episode, but the dream is really well fleshed out. But that dream involves having quite a bit of wealth. It involves having a beach house on the beach in Hawaii and like traveling a bunch and having a ton of extra money that we can do other things with. And I think for a lot of us, our dreams are around like, if I had more money, I would be able to do X, Y, and Z. So this is not a small dream. This is not a small dream. And it takes a really long time to get there. And I think it's really interesting because I think when I started Boho, I was not super disillusioned about this. Like I knew I had a big dream um, and I knew it was going to take some time. But honestly, like poor little naive Nicole, when she first started her first business, I thought it would take like maybe a few years. Like I was like five years tops and we'll be able to have this life, right? And then you get into it and you start to go through the process and you're like, oh, this is this is actually pretty hard. And then you get further into the process and you're like, oh, this is actually really, really hard. Fantastic. And then you realize that you've been completely on the wrong path and you have to shift gears and go in a completely different direction and start a different business and learn new things and figure that out and start from scratch all over again. And like it takes a really, really, really long time, right? So we're eight years in and I can tell you guys, we do not have a beach house in Hawaii, right? Like we're, we're trying to work on getting a nicer house in London, Ontario. We do not have the beach house yet. We are not yacht rich by any stretch of the imagination. And so we're still, we're continuing to work on it. And okay, so all of this context being said, I think it's been really interesting this year because I have really changed a lot of my ideas around business. And I have really found that my focus this year on being happier has kind of forced me to reassess how I run my businesses and how I operate as an entrepreneur. And so I think up until this point in my business, there has been really this push towards this big goal of mine, right? This is what we all do in entrepreneurship. We all really create these big dreams, these big visions of what we want our lives and our businesses to look like. And a lot of us, we very like unwittingly, we kind of get into it and we realize, oh, I actually have to do more work than what I'm currently doing. And then you work more. And then you realize that like, oh, I actually still need to do this, this, and this. Okay, I'm going to work more. And you just continue to work more and more and more and more and more to the point where you are doing everything in service of this goal. Every single thing that you are doing, you are sacrificing everything at any cost. You will reach this goal. You are working so very hard to get to this vision of your life and of your business that you want to have for yourself at all costs. And 
I just like you guys, I have been doing the exact same thing for a very, very long time. It's been a lot of like the whole idea of delayed gratification. Okay, well, I could have more instantaneous gratification by just like taking a day off and going to the beach, but I'm not going to do that because I'm a grown up and I'm going to delay my gratification by working today and going to the beach later. I will go to the, I'll go to the beach when I have a beach house in Hawaii, right? I need to hustle. I need to work. I need to get to this dream. And so what ends up happening, or at least in my case, what ended up happening is I was delaying all gratification for this later date, this future idea of my life that like, I don't know when I'm going to get there. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but like, let me just sacrifice every single ounce of my happiness and I will be happy when I get to this end goal. And that is not the way I'm going to do things moving forward whatsoever, because that has gotten me to this point of burnout. And so we need to kind of be rethinking how we are doing things in our businesses. Okay, so interestingly, um, I also I was preparing for one of my classes and I was reading a case and the case was um, a project management case. And I don't know if this happens to everybody else, but I find like really weird coincidences that happen in my life all the time where it's like we just had this conversation on the weekend um, about how we've been working really, really hard towards our goals and we're getting older and we need to get there now. And then this concept actually came up in one of the cases I was reading for my class and I was like, this has a name. This whole thing has a name. There, this is an actual like academic concept that I didn't know of before. So it was really interesting. So I'm reading this case and in the case, um, the, the project manager is trying to get a bunch of department heads on board with regards to this project. So he has to really sell this project to them because they have to invest money into this project, department money into this project. Um, And so he has to get them on board with the whole concept, the whole idea. And so he, alongside these department heads, builds out this beautiful vision of what this project could look like, right? So they're talking about um, a CRM system that they are wanting to implement. And they're like, once we get this CRM system, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. We're going to gather so much data about all of our consumers. We're going to crunch those numbers and use that data in a way that allows us to sell more of the right things to the right people at the right time. And it's just going to be amazing. And it's going to increase our revenue. And it's going to just be so very awesome. So that's the blue sky. We all do this as entrepreneurs, right? We have to do this as entrepreneurs. Like if we are going to get into running a business, like we have to buy into that dream. We have to buy into this idea that like what we are doing every single day, day in and day out, that it will eventually get us to the blue sky, that it's going to eventually get us to our end goal or our vision that we have for our lives. It's going to help us reach our dreams, right? That's the whole idea. That's the whole point. And so we all have to paint this picture of this very, very blue sky. But here's where the paradox comes in. In this case, um, this person was given advice by another person and the person had said it's the blue sky paradox. The blue sky paradox is that in order to sell this project to these department heads, you have had to paint this very blue sky picture. 
But the paradox is that you are ultimately setting them up for disappointment because eventually they will come to the realization or you'll have to tell them that what you have painted, this picture you've painted, maybe it's achievable, maybe it's not. Maybe some aspects of it are not going to be achievable within that time frame that you have to deliver on this project. Um, you come to the realization that there's a lot of work involved and how long it's going to take and how much money it's going to take. And I am sure that you guys can see where I'm going with this when it comes to business, right? So we paint this vision for ourselves. We paint this blue sky. And then eventually as we get into it, it slowly starts to dawn on us what exactly we're going to have to do to get to that blue sky, right? And sometimes it's stuff that we don't actually want to do. And so um, for an example, if I wanted to, let's say, be yacht rich um, and I had a CPG company, well, in order to get that kind of wealth, I would probably have to build up my business to the point where it is acquired for multiple millions of dollars, right? So, okay, well, how do I do that then? How do I build it up to get it to the point where it's acquired for multiple millions? I'm going to have to expand this business nationally, internationally. I'm going to have to really scale it. I'm going to have to get investment dollars into this business. I'm going to have to work with brokers and distributors and third parties. I'm going to have to really build this out. Is that something that I actually want to do? And the answer for me was a resounding no. I don't want to do any of that, right? And so that is the paradox, right? So it's coming to the realization that, yeah, you might be able to get to this end vision that you have for your life, this dream that you have, this goal that you have, you might be able to get there. It might be possible. But also, you're going to have to do this and this and this and this and this to get there. It's going to take a whole lot longer than you thought it was going to take. It might cost a lot more money. It might require you to do things that you really don't want to have to do, right? So it's kind of seeing the flip side of it and realizing what is actually involved in getting it there. So once you come to this realization, once I came to this realization, you start to have an understanding that like, this is going to take me a really long time to get here. This is going to take me a really long time. This is not a two-year plan. This is not a five-year plan. It might not even be a 10-year plan, right? So I'm about to turn 40. And this idea, this vision I have for myself of having a beach house on the beach in Hawaii, being wealthy, having disposable income, being able to go out for nice meals and have nice clothes and drive nice cars and all of the rest of it, that might not happen until I'm like 55, It's possible, right? It's possible. And so if it's going to take me, let's say another 15 years to get there, do I want to be miserable for that entire time? That's the question, right? So this is where this gap versus gain comes in. So I'm getting around to this, guys. Don't worry. So having that realization that this is going to take me a really long time. And up until this point in my business, I have really delayed my gratification. I have said no to so many things. I have sacrificed so much of my own happiness, so much of my own personal time, so much of my life, so much of my mental energy to striving towards this goal that to some extent I've been pretty unhappy, right? Which is why I'm focused on my happiness this year. I've spent far too long in my life sacrificing my happiness in service of these long-term goals that I might eventually get to. 
And so once you realize that, it starts to become clear that maybe you do want to continue to work on these long-term goals for sure. But in the meantime, don't you want to be happy? Don't you want to be happy? And so this is where this idea of the gap versus the gain comes in. So I brought this up. We were having this conversation, my husband and I, and because I listened to so much like personal growth content, I've heard about the gap versus the gain so many times. We're talking about this and immediately I just was like, oh, it's the gap versus the gain. Oh my God. Like, how did I not see this earlier? So here's the idea. If you are constantly focused on the gap, right? You guys that are listening can't see this. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I am literally like pulling my fingers apart here to show you this gap. You have this chasm between where you are today and where you want to be going, what what your vision is, what your dream is. And if you are always focused on the gap, I'm not there yet. I will someday get there. Let me continue to work hard and work hard and work hard so that I can close that gap and get to that end point faster. If you are constantly focused on that gap, you will be miserable for the rest of your life. What you want to do is focus on the gain. So that chasm is still there. It still exists. We're not pretending it doesn't exist. It is there, right? This isn't like toxic positivity. We just want to think about it from a different lens, from a different standpoint. So the gap is still there, right? You are still where you are today and your dreams that you have for yourself are still all the way over here. It still exists. But instead of focusing in on what you're lacking, Instead of focusing in on the fact that you are still, after eight years of grinding, not in that beach house in Hawaii, instead of focusing on that, what if we just focused on all of the good stuff that is happening in between, right? Because you don't jump from, I was talking about this the other day in a presentation I was doing, When you are building a business, it's like you're climbing a mountain, right? And you don't, if you are physically climbing a mountain, you don't start at the bottom and then just all of a sudden jump to the top. No, getting to the top of a mountain requires you to take incremental steps. And those incremental steps are what eventually get you to the top of that mountain. And so the same thing applies here. This gap that we have between where you are today and where you want to be, you don't go from where you are today to where you want to be by one leap or overnight, right? The progress of getting there is progress. It is progress. You're making your life better in the meantime. So sure, I might not have that beach house in Hawaii tomorrow, but what I am currently working on is getting a nicer house here in London, right? I am currently working on looking for a nicer vehicle for me to drive around instead of the beater from 2011 that I am currently driving. Um, I am working on, you know, improving my career and doing things in my career that will eventually add up to getting me to that beach house. And if I look at those things instead and I'm like, you know what? Life is actually pretty great. Life is actually pretty great because the gain that I am getting in the interim essentially means that I am consistently improving my life, right? I'm consistently getting better and better stuff happening in my life. The the journey between where you are today and where you want to go, it doesn't have to suck. 
It can be awesome if you just focus on all the awesome stuff that is happening in the process of actually getting you there. So this is the concept. So if you continue to focus on the gap, you're going to be miserable because you're always focused on lack. You're always focused on the stuff that you don't have. I don't yet have a yacht. I don't yet have a beach house in Hawaii. I don't yet have enough disposable income to just travel the world whenever I want to. I don't yet. That's going to make you super unhappy. But if instead you focus on all the great stuff that is happening incrementally that's getting you there, I'm looking for a nicer house. I'm looking for a nicer car. My business is growing. I'm getting work without even having to reach out. People are coming to me now at this point. Like if you start to focus on all of that great stuff, then you'll be happier. It's not that anything has changed. Literally nothing has changed. It's just where your focus is going. That's the only thing that's changing. So the other thing that we did, and honestly, I think it was this shift that I've had in my life of focusing now on happiness. Everything now I'm trying to see through this lens of like, how can I be happier? If I'm serious about this, because I told you guys when I kind of redirected my goals for this year to I want to be happier. This year, my word is happiness. I want to be happier. When I shifted my thinking, I realized I have to fight for my happiness, just like I would fight for anything else, just like I would fight to have my business be successful, just like I would fight to have my career be successful or do anything that I wanted to achieve. I have to fight for my happiness. This is actually a goal and I have to work towards it. And so I'm taking that very seriously. If I want to be happier, what can I do today to make a difference in my happiness level? And so now every kind of problem that's coming up in my business, in my life, whatever it is, I'm always trying to see it through this lens of like, what's going to make me happier? And I don't mean like hedonistically. I don't mean that I'm always focused on instant gratification. I mean, getting real about what's actually going to make me happy instead of making assumptions about what's going to make me happy based on what society is telling me is going to make me happy, based on, you know, what your parents have told you in the past, based on what the entrepreneurial community is telling you is going to make you happy. No, like I'm trying to tune out all of that and actually ask myself what truly will make me happy, right? And again, the entrepreneurial community, we are very geared towards having big visions and big dreams and big goals. And that is the rhetoric that you see a lot of the time. You are expected to have the dream of having a beach house in Hawaii. You are expected to have the dream of being, you know, rich beyond your wildest imagination. And so that is to an extent what the entrepreneurial community told me I'm supposed to want. And just like it's easy to fall into the trap of um, listening to what society tells you you're supposed to want, it's also really easy to fall into the trap of listening to what the entrepreneurial community tells you you're supposed to want, right? We are supposed to want these big dreams. Now, that is not to say that I do not want a beach house in Hawaii, because like, let's be real, of course I do. Everybody does, right? Everybody wants to be wealthy enough that they have their bills taken care of, they don't have to worry, they have enough to disposable income to do the things they want to do. And sure, yeah, a beach house in Hawaii would be phenomenal. Do not get me wrong. Definitely like that is still the big goal, the big goal. But in this conversation, I kind of pulled it back a little bit and I was like, okay, what actually though makes me happy? What 
actually on like a day-to-day level? What actually makes me happy? And it's really interesting because if you listen to studies about this, or um, I think there was a book that was written about this. Don't don't quote me on this because I don't know for sure. But there was some sort of research study or a book that was written that looks at people who are like literally laying on their deathbeds and looking back at their lives. And they're asking them, like, what is it that you wish you had done differently? What do you regret? What do you wish you had done instead of not doing? And all of those things. And a lot of things that come up are centered around community and family. They have found actually that um, the more, the, the stronger your connections are with like a community of people, like literally other people, friends, family, other people in your network, the stronger those connections are, literally the longer you live, right? It relates to longevity. It's kind of wild. All of that being said, when I sat down and I thought like, what really, what really actually makes me happy? Sure, a beach house in Hawaii would make me happy, but on, from a day-to-day perspective, what actually makes me happy? Like, what do I want in my life? And as I started to name those things out, I realized that none of them are actually that particularly fancy. Like, it's not a yacht, right? Like, I don't, what I realized is I do not need a yacht in order to be happy. I do not need a beach house in Hawaii in order to be happy. Here's what I need. I need family. Family is really important to me. Um, so like I have an amazing husband. Um, for me, family does not mean kids. It means having dogs in my life. That is really important to me that I always have um, a pet, a dog in my life because I do think that they add a lot of value and a lot of happiness to my life. I love dogs. I'm a dog person. Um, and I want to be living in a house that I can be proud of and I feel good about. Um, I want to be driving a car that's not falling apart. Um, that would be great. Uh, and like, it was literally, it was stuff like that. And one of the things, cause you guys know, I feel like I say this every single episode, but I hate winter. So one of the things was if I could just get out of here for like a month, even in February every year, I would be happy with that. Does it have to be Hawaii? No, it could be Florida. I don't care. As long as it's not here, as long as it's like warm and I can go to the beach, it's sunny, like I will be happy if I can get out of here for one month in the winter and go somewhere sunny that has a beach. So as I'm naming these things out, I realize I don't, I don't actually need this big dream to come true. That's crazy because I've spent eight years of my life literally sacrificing everything to make this big dream come true. And in fact, I've been sacrificing a lot of the things that I literally just listed out in saying, this is what would make me happy. So we moved out of our nice house in support of my last business. Um, I definitely did not have the time to devote to my marriage or to spend time with my dogs while I was building my last business. Like I, I literally, my entire being went into that business. Every single ounce of my being, every moment of my time, everything went into that business. Like I definitely sacrificed that. Um, I haven't bought a new car in ages because the last business I had sucked all of the money out of my bank account and I didn't, I couldn't afford to. So I I've been sacrificing a lot of these things for a really long time, for eight years. And these are literally the things that are going to make me happy. And so I took a second and I realized if I'm being honest with myself, 
And I think about those studies of people that are lying on their deathbed, looking back on their lives. What would make me say, I lived a good life. I'm happy. I'm okay. I'm okay to go. Like what, what would make me say that, right? Not to get too dark here, but like, how could I, what could I be doing today? How could I set myself up so that at the end of my life, I can kind of look back on this and say like, yeah, I feel like I've lived the life that I wanted to live. I feel like I was happy. I feel like I spent my time well. Like, what does that look like? And it looks like all the things that I just listed out. It does not necessarily look like getting a beach house in Hawaii. So this whole thing is crazy because I, like, I have been spending so much of my life working on that beach house. And I'm still going to, right? So this is a concept, um, Ed Milet talks about this. It's called blissful dissatisfaction. So the idea is that you can be blissful or happy today if you set yourself up to be happy today. And you can also kind of be just a little bit dissatisfied because of course you still don't have that beach house in Hawaii, right? And so the idea is that you can be happy today You can set yourself up for happiness. You can do the things that are going to actually make you happy and still strive towards towards those long-term goals. But here's the key piece to all of this. If I don't ever get there, it's okay. And that was the thing that I came to the realization this weekend that like, if I don't ever get there, if I don't ever get the beach house in Hawaii, it's okay as long as I do these other things, as long as I live a life with my family, with dogs, um, if I live in a nice enough house that I feel good about it, have a nice enough car that I feel good about it, like if I have enough disposable income that I can feel comfortable and not have to worry, like if all of those things are true, then I can live a happy life even if I don't ever get to the beach house in Hawaii. And that takes so much pressure off of this entire process. That whole idea that you're running out of time, that whole idea that like, well, if we're going to ever get there, we need to get there now quickly, urgently, like let's sacrifice every single thing in our lives that could possibly make us happy in order to get there and get there as quickly as possible because we're running out of time. That whole idea is just completely gone out the window because you don't ever have to get there, right? Like it's just, it's so relieving. It's such a cool concept that I really wanted to show up today and tell you guys about this, that you can focus on the gain instead of the gap. You can focus on making your life better right now and also working towards that long-term goal without putting so much pressure on yourself and making yourself miserable about the fact that you're not there yet. It's okay. So, I would encourage you to go through the same process. Ask yourself, really, really, not big dreams, big goals, what would be super cool if you got there eventually, but really, really, what do you need to have in your life in order to be happy? And then make sure that you're pursuing that in addition to those big goals. I'm going to start trying this. And I'm going to keep you guys posted and let you know, but I am assuming that it's probably going to lead to a lot more daily, weekly, monthly, regular happiness. Um, That is it for today, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that you have a great week and I will see you back here again next week. 